Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. the awesome Eli So Doom, and the Mr. Captain Chaos. We want to remind you guys, before we get into the show, that you can hear us live every Thursday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, here at allgames.com forward slash chat. If you want to hear us live but cannot join us live on all devices, car stereos, Amazon, Echo, Google, everywhere, gaming consoles, phones, tablets, no matter what you got, simply add the free version of TuneIn to all devices everywhere at All Games Radio, and you can hear us live no matter where you're at in the world. And we do want to thank all those live chatters in the chat now and all the people listening to us on the TuneIn feed as we love all the knuckleballers out there. So, Mr. Captain Chaos, man, how are you doing tonight, man? What's up, Sean? How you doing? Good, man, good. Shucking and grooving and jiving and happy and hot and cold and hot and cold. How is it up there <laughs> in the Connecticut's in the far north, Chip? Well, I mean, what? Uh... <clears throat> Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm wearing uh, hoodies and a, a, a coat and long sleeve shirts. And today, right. I'm wearing a polo shirt. You know? Oh, yeah, man, it's it's some crazy weather. It, you know, and it's November, November second, yep. and, and man, you know, one day it's like summer. I mean, it's it's almost reaching eighty degrees here in North Carolina some days, and then some days it'll be like down in the 40s for the low. And I'm like, man, I, you know, it's straight up pneumonia weather here in the Kind of the middle mm. eastern U.S. where I'm at, but man, you know this stuff is uh this is what paralyzes people pretty much. It'll get you, you know, if you don't wrap up and cool off and this and that, it'll get you. But like I was telling you, you know, the other day it was so cold here in North Carolina, we heated our house up, and once you turn the heat on, Chip, you know how it is. You know, if you got bricks, it kind of warms the bricks up and the boards and the the nails and the innards of the walls. And once you get your house nice, warm, and cozy, and you get a hot day. Man, it's still putting off that heat, man. And it's just hard to cool your house off just to get comfortable. So I'm up here sweating with the windows open. So if you hear traffic in the background from time to time, or 18 wheeler, the beltway's right behind my house. But it's, you know, this is just the time of year to where it's crazy. You know, some years in October, I remember trick or treating and it's like bitter cold here in mm-hmm. North Carolina. And man, I was rocking shorts the other night, man. It was nice and 
comfy. <laughs> I mean, just crazy weather all the time. We were we were on the verge of turning on the heat last night for the first time. Um, but we held off. And we as in the I, boss? Her? Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and she works from home, so it's kind of her, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of leave it to her and uh, to the wife. And, you know, I, I my... My dad always said we're not turning on the heat till November 1st. And my my dad did rule with an iron thumb, so I don't think we ever did get the heat before iron before November 1st. Uh yeah. I haven't been that uh forceful <laughs> or successful, <laughs> but I made it to November 1st and I went from May 1st to November 1st without wearing socks this year. Usually, I usually uh, this I break out the socks sometime in September. Right, right. But I, yesterday was the first day I wore socks since uh, last April. Yeah, and, and you know, you was talking about your pops. Well, my stepfather, you know, being raised by him, you know, he wore the iron fist and glove, and you know, the man of the house, uh, whatever it used to be. I yeah, I don't know. How did men used to be men of the house? Now was you know, we take orders, Chip. How, how do we become men of the houses like our dads? How do we become men, Chip? But my stepdad, he had the 72-degree rule and the 68-degree rule. And it never got above 72 in the winter. And it better not be below, well, 72 <laughs> in, in, when, the, when the air's on. But, you know, and and I, I told myself, I, you know, I told my family, my wife, whenever I get out on my own, I would never sleep hot again. And, and what nowadays it's just crazy weather. But you know what? In the in the winter, I like it. You know, if I have to put it on eighty to get comfortable, I want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And in the summer, you know what? If if, if I got to put it on sixty five to get it cool enough, it's going to be on sixty five. But that seventy two rule. Did, did your dad ever have that? Like the seventy two degree or the seventy degree? No, I, not up or below. Better be there. Uh, not that. Not to my. Uh, not to my knowledge, he didn't. Um. You know, uh, that wasn't, I didn't screw, we didn't screw with the thermostat. That was his and my mom's thing. We would just bitch that it was cold or hot. And we, they, we didn't have air conditioning in my house until at least my senior year. Right. So, you know, air conditioning was not something I grew up with. You know, we, uh, we spent our summers down at the beach house in Madison where there is no heat or air conditioning um, or insulation or anything else. Uh, and, you know, supposedly we're supposed to be cool by the the sea breeze. Well, that's bullshit. 90 degrees is 90 degrees no matter where the hell you are. And uh, one of the reasons I don't go to Madison anymore. Right. Uh, well, one thing, you know, I've never talked to you and Eli about this because Eli lives on, he's Long Island, New York. You're in Connecticut. And you guys are like beach people, right? Um, I'm probably 10, 15 miles in from uh, Long Island Sound right now. But right. I have a house on the, my parents have a house on the beach. Yes. All right. Now, now, like living in North Carolina, you know, you know, people that's got houses on the beach, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, like like platinum money, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like like for us, like having 
beach homes or being near the beach, it's like a wow thing. Like, ah, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fucking beach goer. I'm a beach goer, Chip. But up there, you know, I don't ever hear you guys talk about the beach. So is the beaches just different up there? Like, like, do you have like, uh, towel souvenir shops everywhere? Uh, being that you're on the beach and it's like it's Long Island like that. I've never been to Long Island. I've never been to New York, but, but is it, <laughs> is it that southern beachy feel up there in the north? Mm, I know what you mean by beach towns. Um, no, not really. Um, the Cape, the Cape, you know, will have all that beachy crap. Cape Cod. If you go like right. the pro- down to Provincetown or uh, even a few of the other towns on the thing, you know, they'll have all the T-shirt and souvenir shops and all that crap. Um, I, you know, I mean, I'm not. And when when we say I'm on the beach, I'm on the beach, but it's not the real Atlantic. It's Long Island Sound, right? So. Um, I don't get like we don't have waves. I can't go surfing at my beach house. You know, that um, might be nice there, man. No, I would. I, I, I always wanted to learn how to surf, so um, gotcha. I'd, I'd have to go uh, to Rhode Island. Basically, Long Island. If 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 I'm sitting on the beach at my house, right, and on a clear day. Across the sound, fifteen miles away, I can see Long Island. And, oh, okay. You know, so Long Island basically br- blocks all the waves from hitting Connecticut. Got you, got you. So you know, I mean the wa- I mean the waves don't even come up to my knee. I mean you can't even really body surf on them or anything like that. So right, right. Uh, but uh, you know, I mean, I li- I, gr- I grew up in a beach town, or a, yeah, it's a beach town. Um, you know, it's the type of town where you know, seven o'clock comes, they roll up the sidewalks. There was a main drag. There were a few restaurants, but no, we didn't have the kitschy, beachy cr- uh, souvenir crap like the wings and the eagles. Because you know, here in the south. I don't know Whatever what the wings we, and the eagles are. Well, those are like, you know, they're literally like every half a mile down here on, on like the, the South Carolina beaches and stuff. And you go in there and it's like the 10 beach towels for 10 cents. Type okay, place. yeah, no. And, and uh, you know, like here in the South, whenever we hear of beaches up north, you're right. It's like Cape Cod that we hear about or like Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but you get to like, like Virginia Beach, every beach that I've been to south of Virginia Beach is like a – vacation hotspot place you know what i mean like you could just drive from there all the way down to miami and it's just solid vacation feel beachiness and that's what i was wondering just was it that beachiness vacation feel because and i never hear you guys talk about it like down here you're like oh shit you live at the beach but you guys do live at the beach i mean 15 miles from the beach is not far and, and eli's were you know on long island you know which is an island uh so but, but i never hear you guys you know like walking in the sand and Home yes, um, and beachy stuff like that. Well, like I said, I grew up on, you know, I take the beach for granted because I grew up on it for 25 years. Um, in fact, and uh, I, I'm not a beach person, you know, I just, uh, but yeah, I mean, I used to, you know, I used to walk on the beach as a kid and go clamming and fishing and, you know, swimming. 
Um, the a lot of the beach has gotten eroded, though. Uh, where we where we had our beach house, um, where you know, I mean, you, you, it, it was a couple times. I I tried to go swimming once or twice, and it was like uh, walking on. Uh, rocks it was all it wasn't beach it was you know you go in the water it was all rocks um you know when when i was a kid and we're talking let's let's go 40 years ago right um you know we 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 have a we're part of an association it was a private beach you know the association owned the beach you couldn't just come and put your towel down um and certain houses even had their own private private beach where even we couldn't go on it, and that was the source of a lot of uh, neighborhood disputes. But um, the but when I was you know when I was ten years old, uh, the beach probably you know at low tide would probably go out one hundred two hundred feet uh, beyond you know from where. The street ended and uh, the water began. Uh, now there's you know thirty foot walls keeping the water from coming down the street um, because the beach yeah. is all washed away. Um, so you, are you in New Haven? Uh, no, I, no New Haven. Is, uh, I'm north. My uh, my house is. Probably twenty to thirty minutes north of New Haven, depending on how you hit the lights. And then I have a beach house that was probably a half hour. Uh, I guess that would be kind of west, east of New Haven in Madison. Okay. See, we need to take a road trip. Come up, visit Uncle Chip. Uh, Find a hotel near your house, spend some time with you, and then go up to Eli's. Because, like I said, I've never been to the city, and we, and we talk. I don't want to go into that. We've talked mm-hmm. about that plenty of times on here. But you know, I, you know, I've, I've never been north of, of Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I've been all out west. You know, south. You know, we were just in Louisiana, but but the the northern stuff we've never done. And the kids are wanting to do something different. And, and a couple of shows ago, we talked about that, you know, the whole Hershey Park and Pennsylvania mm. and Amish Town and all that yeah, stuff. Sa- but, sa- uh, save the save your gas and, and don't, <laughs> on, on, on Amish land, unless you uh, really yeah. like shoe fly pie. Um, I wouldn't bother. True, true, true. So, Chip, do you guys have a lot of trick or treaters? Do you have a good time on Halloween? We did all right this year. Um, I mean, when, we used to get 120, 150 kids. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're, we're an all-star, uh, house because we have, we do the big bars, but, uh, Ooh. this year we only did, uh, I think we did 40, 50 kids. See where my house is in the neighborhood. We're at the very, we're the very first house in the neighborhood and we don't okay. face, uh, the neighborhood street. We face the main road here. Right, right, right. So, so a lot of the lazy bastards are just don't want to come around the corner. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there were years where we were getting 150 kids. Um, but you know, and, and I haven't gone out and checked the neighborhood in years. But when we first moved here, uh, it was like Disney World 
uh, when you went up the street. I mean, the houses really uh, went all out with decorations and music and sound effects and special effects. Now um, everybody's gotten older and it's a lot more sedate and a lot of the kids have grown up, I guess, because, like I said, we only had 50 this year. Uh, see, I, you know, and I've talked about it before, you know, it's like our neighborhood, we live in a place called Adams Farm, mm-hmm. which is right next door to where they have the, the like the, the big golf tournament, Tiger Woods and all them, you know, the real nice area. But where we're at, it's kind of like middle class, nice homes. Uh, and man, it's like they bust kids in over here. And, you know, all along the median of the roads, all through all the mm-hmm. neighborhoods, just people parking. And I, and I love it, man. It's, it's literally like Halloween in the movie E.T., just where it's like a, a sea of kids, you know. And, and dude, I mean, we, we could we could get 3,000 pieces of candy and run out, handing out one at a time. Wow. Uh, but, but, but it's something that we love. You know, we always hit up Costco. But uh, this year, I, I was kind of upset because we always decorate our house and stuff. And Angie's mom usually comes down and hands out candy while we go out with the kids. And she got a stomach bug the day of Halloween. So, you know, we, we kind of hung out for a little bit and handed out candy. But, you know, I, 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 we didn't have anybody to hand candy out. You know, we had to go walk around, you know, with the kids so they could get their candy. But it was uh, – I kind of felt bad about it this year. But but it's always fun, man. Yeah, we got freaking uh, uh, Thanksgiving coming up. So, you know, you always do a mm-hmm. – a signature sell a turkey every year. Yep. What's on the agenda this year? Do you know? Irish. Irish. Little Irish. Guinness, little Guinness rub. But basting, injecting, and marinating it in Guinness. And it's going to be a corned beef hash stuffing. Oh, it's going to be good, man. That's nice. It's It's going to be hectic because usually I take the week of Thanksgiving off. You know, it's a chance to clean the house. I mean, that's like when I actually take the entire refrigerator apart and, you know, wash all the shelving and drawers and stuff. I mean, you know, uh, you know, scrub it all down and, uh, you know, I might even do the windows some years. And, you know, I just get the house ready for Thanksgiving this year because I uh, we're taking our cruise in two weeks or yeah, less than two weeks uh, and coming back uh, the Saturday before Thanksgiving, I have to work the week of Thanksgiving this year. And Ooh. so uh, it's good. And this house is a disaster as I look around. Uh, but so we're going to, uh, we're going to have to, I don't know, every night start uh, cleaning things up, moving things around Um just getting things in order, um, and you know, I'm not going to have the. T- I'm not going to have my. I, I, it's going to be very different. I'm going to have to kind of do the shop. You know, okay, s- Sunday when we get back from the cruise, uh, we're going and getting the turkey Sunday instead of Monday or Tuesday when I get you know when they're fresher. Um, we're going to have to. You know, I'm probably going to have to. Um, work you know uh I, I i will make the stuffing the night before but it's just going to be uh a very hectic time here this year but we're going to do it my mom's coming this year um she she hasn't 
she hasn't done Thanksgiving, I think, in Connecticut in a while. I don't know where she okay. went last year. Uh, Was that used, even they, even before your father passed away? Yeah, they used to go down to. They were spending uh, Thanksgiving in Florida because they had a they had a gorgeous house down there, man. <laughs> of all the properties she had to sell, that was not the one I wanted her to sell, but it was a fucking money pit. Um, you know, every time I talked to her, something else had to be repaired down in Florida. Um, but uh, so this year, I, like I said, I don't know what she did last year, but she had said something that, that I forgot that she would come this year. And a couple of weeks ago, she goes, are you still having Thanksgiving? It's like, I always have Thanksgiving. And she goes, well, I'm coming this year. I said, all right, cool. So, um, yeah, we're, it's, it's fun. Um, like I said, my eldest nephew uh, comes and I go all Gordon Ramsay on his ass for a few hours. And, uh, you know, he's now 21, 22. Well, touch a turkey! And uh, he, he's a lot more helpful now. Um, but he, you know, he's been he and I have been doing uh, the Thanksgiving turkey now for ten or eleven years. So it's kind of right. a tradition. Yeah. So. See, we, we always go to other people's houses. Like we go to my dad's house and her grandpa's house and other people's houses. So you know what? You know, my uh, a lot of times we will get a can of beans. Put them mm-hmm. in a glass bowl, make them look all fancy like they've been baked <laughs> in a two liter. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, that's it. <laughs> and we'll go to one, and then whatever people don't eat out of that bean bowl, we'll take to the next one, and they'll finish it up there. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, always like, man, th- these beans, these beans are out of this world. Well, I, the nice thing is. Great value beans, Chip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, the, you know, just you know, the, you you uh, dress them up this year, uh, Sean. Throw a couple of squirts of chocolate sauce in there. I'm not joking. All and right. maybe a little Coca Cola. Yeah, that that'll add some flavor to the beans this year. And and I and I'm serious. Chocolate syrup in uh, your beans or in your chili is Good. fantastic. Yep. Well, I have to uh, try that. It, it's a Mexican trick. That's what you know. Mole sauce is basically chocolate sauce. Um, but yeah, I and it. I think as long as it isn't snowing or raining, um, I'm, I'm gonna cook up the hash uh, on the blackstone before we stuff the turkey. Yeah, you've been killing the blackstone. You know, like the remember the, the gag thing that I always talk about. You still got to do that, Chip. Uh, when it comes, yeah, for people that are uh, planning on taking uh, something on for for Thanksgiving, a good gag thing that that people can do is you know cook up a couple you know, and we talked about it before here. Is cook up a couple of uh, old, old school cornbreads that you make like in the cast iron skillet, throw in mm-hmm. the oven, the big thick cornbreads. Make a couple of those and stack them up, and then you get your uh, mashed potatoes. And uh, a lot of times with mashed potatoes, if you get blue food coloring. Put the blue food coloring in there and mix it up and spread that on like a nice, sugary, sweet (laughs) icing and throw it out there with the desserts and just watch people's faces. Because whenever whenever they bite into the cornbread and mashed potatoes thinking it's a nice, fresh piece of cake, (laughs) I mean, it's like uh, 
you know, thinking that you're drinking milk and getting the sweet lemonade. But but it's a fun gag trick. So if you want to play a gag trick, like I said, the old school cornbread, mashed potatoes, blue food coloring. It makes a pretty cake, Chip. It looks good. Yeah, I'm sure it does. That's that. That, that is an evil trick. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, See, it's, my problem is um, my father-in-law. I love him dearly. All right. Um, in-law, he, you said that, right? My, yes, my father. Yes, my father-in-law. Um, and I'm pro- I'm I'm very close. I'm very close with him. He, he he's a wonderful man. But uh, when it comes to food. Um, He's a he, he's a total nut job. Um, wow. so and you know he, he he'll remember that you know one year I made veal and for some reason not all of it cooked through properly, so he doesn't trust my cooking. You know I've done things like uh, you know he doesn't eat uh, foreign foods other than Italian. Okay. If, if right. I told if I told him it was a Chinese dish, he'd show up with a bag from McDonald's, you know. Um, <laughs> and so over the years, we've tricked him. If I ever did that, he'd never fucking set foot in this house again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it would be epic, man. Just set up the GoPro or something in the corner and just watch people. <laughs> but you got to catch them so they don't yeah. bust. You know what I mean? Just, they'd be like, oh. I mean, they almost gag on me. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he already doesn't trust my. He, a lot of times he 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 doesn't eat my stuffing, and my stuffing is usually a the signature dish. You know, because I mean, we we make you know we we go we get very creative with the stuffings as we make them for these turkeys, um, and it's uh, but uh, he he will. He doesn't like turkey. He doesn't like poultry. You know, I mean, he, I've never seen him eat chicken ever. Um, he's a he's a beef and burger guy ninety nine percent of the time. You know, I have to have a lasagna with the turkey. You know that that's just that's what we do here because that's what Dad wants. Um, but so yeah, I mean, I got to be very careful with. Uh, what we cook. I mean, the I mean, I'll be doing a a um, cookout. You know, I'll be doing smash burgers. Have everybody over for smash burgers. Or oh, something. they're so good, man! God, they're good. And you know, I, got, I even have you know the bun butterer now. I don't think you were you were on the show when I discussed the bun butterer. No. Yeah, I have nice buttery buns, Sean. Ah, nice and juicy. That golden tan buns chip. Well, this it, it was an expensive it was an expensive uh, device it was like seventy seventy five dollars but it's a you know uh a, you know a commercial kitchen quality is it kind of like one of those salt things that cows have with the wheel on it and you just kind of yeah do okay yeah I was it's, that was a wild guess yeah it's it's a big it's a like a metal box you throw a couple sticks of butter in there. And, you know, and you put it in the corner of your griddle or your grill, and then you, uh, you know, let the butter melt, and then you roll the, you run the bun over the roller, and you know, it gets covered with butter, and you gr- griddle it. I had bri- I had fantastic uh, hamburger buns, uh, f- you know, f- bakery bakery fresh, you know, 
And I'm sitting here, and all of a sudden he comes in with his uh, jive ass uh, bulky roll that he got at Stop and Shop or something. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, I brought my own roll. Like, what, what, what? We got, you know, we have these gourmet brioche hamburger rolls, and you want this jive ass uh, bulky roll from Stop and Shop. Right. You know, Wonder Bread. It's like, come on. But so, I mean, yeah, it'll be like he'll he'll show up for a cookout and he brings his own bun. So it's just, uh, you know, we just kind of shake our head and say, all right, I'll grill it up. But, uh, yeah, it's um, it's always fun, fun cooking uh, for my in-laws. So, yeah. And see, really, my topic that I was bringing to the table tonight was for Eli. Because I was going to demand that he gets the Blackstone. And I've been loving all your picks on the Blackstone. And I don't want to get into details with it because I do want to bring it up next week. But you were cooking something the other night. And it was like noodles or what? what last night maybe. Or the night before. What was you cooking on the Blackstone? Last, la, uh, last night was chimichangas. Chimichangas. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 God, them things look good. I mean, you, you, you BJ's, dude. <laughs> But, but, but you've t- but you've taken the Blackstone to the next level. I mean, you really experiment on it. Yeah, you, you don't you know you, you don't really look for other people's ideas of things to cook because I mean you're cooking spaghetti on on the fucking Blackstone grill. Oh that no, I stole that from YouTube. That was that was from one of the Facebook uh, feeds. Now I mean, yeah. uh, but I saw it. and I said, okay, I got to try that. Yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I did the zucchini noodles. You know, where it's spiralized. Uh, zucchini and it looks like linguine and you know that's fresh and you know but yeah like i like i said doing spaghetti on the griddle is fantastic it adds a nice smoky flavor to it actually but uh Uh yeah and it's you know like i said you cook it if the package says cook the spaghetti eight minutes you cook it six to seven and then uh, you finish it off on the griddle with some uh, chicken broth. Wow, it looks good. So, so what have you been up to, Chip? What else has been going on with you, man? Uh, some good topics or something. Because like I said, I was going to tell the Blackstone, and Eli let us know right before the show. He's like, hey, man, we're at the hospital. And that's all I know. <laughs> so hopefully everything's okay with Mr. Sodun. What have – well, it was bar mitzvah weekend for me. Are you um, Jewish? No, no. We we we've been through this. My brother's wife is Jewish, so they've they've raised uh, his kids Jewish. So, um, and I, I think uh, maybe it was, maybe it was on B team, but yeah, uh, we basically uh, after well after last week's show, um, I stayed up and, and played Mario when it went live at midnight, but we can get into that in a minute or two. Uh, but I got up Friday, and I'm literally showered, dressed, got my shoes on, have my backpack packed. I've kissed the wife, uh, get, told, uh, pet the dog, walking out the door, and all of a sudden, I just had a wave of sick come over me. And got violently ill for about ten minutes, and then called my boss and said, "Not happening today." Um, so I had a bar mitzvah, and I was sick most of last weekend. Um, but you know, the, you 
and I know I, Eli and I talked about this last week. I think uh, it was before you came on because I was listening to the uh, last week's show uh, yesterday. And uh, you know, I mean, you do family things, and I'm going to assume your kids are about to be confirmed or have been confirmed. Uh, like religion? Yeah, confirmation. Do you guys? Yeah, yeah. We had dedication they were dedicated whenever they were younger and right after my mom died i'd never been baptized in the church right. which we don't go to a baptist church but but i got baptized as a christian mm-hmm. uh with my son and then freeman mommy got rebaptized. and uh but we have uh kid dedication we go to a non-denominational church right. and the church that we go to like you like i could literally go uh Wearing whatever, you know what? If I wake up, you know, you see people in their robe there. You see people in like blue collar work shirts. You see people that, you know, if they're going to the beach that morning, they wear their swimming trunks, mm-hmm. flip flops, tank top, hat backwards. You know, it's, it's and and it's nothing ghetto about it. It's nothing trashy about it. Every every, but it's it's very nice. Yep, it's called Grace. Right. It's this old school that they redone, and we don't go every week. And sometimes we <laughs> go for a month. But it's uh, it's very nice. All right, all right. So I, I was uh, raised Catholic, uh, and you know you have communion. You know you have to do all the sacraments. The the final one where you're considered a man in the eyes of the church is uh, confirmation, which happens when you're like fifteen, sixteen. And you know we had you know we had the family. They went to the ceremony. You know you do it with. You know, I don't know, 200 kids in your class, your confirmation class. And then, you know, we had a nice brunch. That was the end of it, right? Yeah. The bar mitzvah, first of all, there was some service on Friday night. Um, and then we, I, you know, the, my brother had a nice catered dinner at a nearby inn where the overnight guests were staying. Then Saturday morning, we had to go to the big main uh, bar mitzvah service, followed by a uh, a lunch. You know, a lot. I mean, a lot of bar mitzvahs they have these huge, you know, parties that cost as much as weddings. Yeah, uh, this one, my brother kept it very low key. Had a nice lunch, nice reception for my nephew uh, there. And then uh, Sunday morning, it's like we're having a brunch for for him as well. It's like, come on, you're taking up my whole fucking weekend. Um, but yeah. uh, you know, I was fairly sick through uh, most of the weekend. I was supposed to go to a concert with my uncle and his wife uh, Saturday night, and you know, they live an hour north, so it's not like they're gonna come down to the bar mitzvah, go back home, and then come back down for a concert. They wanted to hang out. And it's like, guys, I can't. I mean, I left the bar mitzvah. I went home and I slept till 7 at night. Um, so we we skipped the concert, which was the Motet, which is an awesome band. Um, but it was like, seriously? You're going to kill my whole weekend? So that, was, <laughs> that was my weekend. It was like... Um, you know, the the highlight was I felt well enough to go out to dinner about seven or eight o'clock Saturday night. And then after the bar mitzvah brunch, 
we went to Target and I took advantage of the buy two get one free game deal going on this week. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was good. You know, I went to a Catholic church once. Mm. I went. All right, I went with my girlfriend in high school, and they had a sleep sleep in sleepover, right? Mm. And I remember this is a long time ago, but my girlfriend fell asleep, and I made out with her best friend all night. <laughs> in the Catholic Church, so that's my experience in the Catholic Church. That's and a it, good experience. Yeah, yeah. And, and and her best friend was from England, so she had some crazy accent. But they, uh, but I remember they would do do all these chants and stuff. Man, I was lost. I was Ooh. lost. Uh, I would say at least fifty percent of uh, the ceremony Friday and Saturday were in Yiddish or Hebrew, whatever the language is. So I mean, you know, and now you're you're talking me. It's a two hour service on Saturday. All right. Okay. I can't, I can't stay awake through any of the Marvel or Star Wars movies that are two two and a half hours. <laughs> Was you about to head about the people in front of you? Um. Oh, I I nodded off a few times. Well, you, you go forward. And you're like, oh, so yep, yep. See, you, you start looking under your seat like you drop something. Yeah. <laughs> Only you woke up half mid fall. I, but but you know I think my brother was wondering why I sat towards the back of the church. Well, it's like because I don't want to disrespect or uh, disrespect anybody or um, uh, embarrass anybody by because I knew I was going to nod off. There's just no, you know a, for, on top of that I'm sick, so it was like yeah I'm just gonna. Kick back. Uh, uh, we'll just kick back here, so uh, we we don't cause a scene. Because I'm sure uh, my uh, brother's wife's relatives would uh, make. I, I think someone tried to take a picture of me sleeping, so they could give it to to uh, his wife. It's like, go ahead. Next time, let me know. I'll pose and give you the bird too. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine tree, look, a bird, a bird, a bird. But uh, yeah, it, so I mean that that was my weekend. Um, I've had I had a big meeting that I've been preparing for. Actually, I've been preparing for it for weeks at work, and that was today, and it's over, and everything went well. But you know, uh, some stress off my uh, off my uh, plate, so that I'm glad for that. And, yeah, I mean, the only other, th- you know, and uh, got to play some of the new Mario, which is a pretty fantastic game. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about it, and I've heard it's actually a system seller. Like, like I heard it was really, really good. You know, um, I really enjoyed it the first night I played it, and I was playing it last night, and uh, I mean, there's like 600 uh, collectibles in the game, literally. you got to find 600 of them, it's like... Yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, I just don't have the time interest uh, for something like that. But it's a game I'm going to bring with me on the cruise. So I'll have, to, you know, I can screw around with it there. But I was playing it last night for the uh, the second time. And I was like, yeah, it's good. It's it's fun. I'm just, I just don't know if I'm still in love with it. But it's a very impressive game when you first see it. I, w- I want to try it, man. And, and you know, so, so what's the deal with the hats? I keep hearing about the hats. What, what's what's the what's with the hats with this one? 
in this game, uh, you can possess other characters by throwing Mario's hat uh, onto the character. Yeah. So you can possess a bullet bill or a T-Rex or, I don't know, a frog. I'm trying to think what I've uh, possessed so far. I, you know, because I have been trying to scavenge all the all the the moons and uh, collectibles I haven't gotten that far in it. in fact I'm only in the second full real world the desert but um, it's a very open world game and it uh, very very colorful uh, like the gameplay mechanics for the most part um, but I'm not sure it's anything uh, completely new. Got you. But, you know, I, I want to try it. Graphically, is it good? Being that it's yeah, on the Switch? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I the Switch has its own style when it comes to games, and I do think they look great on it. Is it um, as incredible as, I don't know, a Final Fantasy on the uh, X-Bone? Probably not. Can it do that? It might be able to. I don't care. I mean, I have no problem. It's a, you know they're cartoony games with cartoony graphics, and they're great uh, cartoony graphics. So I you know I mean I, I think the Switch is I, I've said it's their best system yet in terms of hardware because it really did do what it promised. It is a system that can uh, go from being portable to uh, the big screen uh, without any hiccups or issues or hooking up cords or anything, you know, Uh, you're playing the game on the TV. You got to go out uh, to do something. You, you, you don't even turn the thing off. You just go pull it out of uh, the, the dock and you can keep playing as you walk to the car, you get home, you, you know, you're still playing the game. You take it, you pop it into the, into the dock, boom, it's on the TV without uh, ever missing a beat. Yeah, that's so, I, think that, I think Lyndon really needs that, my middle one. You know, but because he's, he's, he's straight up and down middle child, independent, mm-hmm. likes his own thing. But he's mm-hmm. the type of person, like, he'll play a game. He, you know, he likes the whole ragdog physics Yep. To games to see what he can do, what he can't do, and mm-hmm. like you know, he'll play uh, Rocket League and just see you know try to try to flip a car. You know he won't play the game. You know he just tries to do the physics and the ragdog physics of everything. So I, you know, I really think that the Mario game would be for him. You know, all the nooks and crannies and secrets and is, is all landed. Well, and Zelda, same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. So how much is the Switch now? Three. You know, Christmas coming. Uh, you know, it's not going to go down, Sean. No, well, yeah, I want to look for a sale, but being that the Mario's out, might be a good surprise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something from Papa that nobody knows about. I go snag one, and is it? You know, it's, it's the BB gun in the corner. Yeah, uh, like Ralphie, and get him a, a switch. Especially being that he's got honors and straight A's and, and doing super, super good. Yeah, he's been banking on teeth lately. He lost two teeth this week. And he's like, I'm getting rich, Dad. He's like, I'm really getting good at this pulling teeth. So, uh, 
But yeah, some yeah. I may end up getting one of those. He's gonna start pulling his adult teeth soon, Sean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I think the switch is. Um, I I really enjoy it. I don't get to uh, use it to its full potential. I'm you know I, I just don't. You know, if I'm playing portable games, I'm playing them on my iPhone or my iPad, and you know, and they're definitely different style games. Uh, but uh, it really is a nifty system, and I, I you know, for me, me being uh, a Nintendo hater, and I have no problem saying that because I hated the Wii, I hated the Wii U, um, and I didn't hide the hide that fact. Um, I, I I was I am pretty much blown away. I think uh, they really did a great job making a system that uh, is very flexible, uh, fairly powerful. It's not as powerful as the Xbox or whatnot, but that's fine. Um, and uh, is definitely as long as they uh, keep a decent supply of good games coming, and uh, they've done a good job of embracing uh, the indie market. You know, uh, th- there's a lot of stuff there, uh, like Steam games that are uh, even Xbox and PS4 indie games. The nice thing it, about this is, if you buy it on the Switch, you get to, you know, you don't, you're not tied to your console. You have, you can take it with you on the go. So I think, I think that's an awesome uh, feature. And a lot of times I'll be, yeah, I think I'll wait for the Switch version of this game. That way, you know, if I do take a trip, I can take the game with me. Um, are, the other, since we're on systems, you got your Xbox One X ordered yet? No, I don't. And, and you know, I, I, you know, I've told a lot of people this. The guys at work uh, on slot, a lot of people's asked me if you ordered it, if you ordered it, if you ordered it. And I, you know, I've never ordered a system chip. I, I kind of like that, mm. the Safari. The hunt. Treasure hunt, yeah, and I like to be able to walk into a place and be like, "Holy shit, there it is!" Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like that with everything. Like whenever we were looking for la la loopsies for Chloe, the dolls. Whenever we were looking for a chemistry set or this and or those, you remember the black and white robots that they used to sell? They were ghetto, but you know they were like the hundred dollar robots. That, I can't remember the name of them. The uh, Rose Sapien. Mm-hmm. Okay, Some, yeah, vaguely, it, yeah, all right. Yeah, they, they, they were out around the, the birth of uh, of the the second-gen iPod, the one that got big. I remember we were looking for iPods and, and that, the bigger iPods. But, you know, I, I, I kind of like the treasure hunt. Uh, you know, one of the big treasure hunts that, that, that I really had fun doing was one that really went nowhere, uh, and it was the PSP that came with uh, the Sackboy game and mm-hmm. the Karate Kid movie. Uh, it was like the 2000, PSP 2000. And I remember we searched everywhere for them, searching here, searching there, looking, sell paper, going to the next city over. And we, and we finally got them. And, and, you know, and I've always talked about that system here. You know, it's maybe got about four hours total of play in it. <laughs> and, and, and that was with the movies and stuff. But, you know, it, it was like a, a big package that they had. Uh, and we still got them here, man. And I try to tell the kids all the time, I'm like, this PSP system is, I mean, the screen looks good. The games look good. Never play it much. But but I like the treasure hunt. I love mm-hmm. the treasure hunt. 
to walk in and sit on, you know, whenever I got my Xbox One, I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to order it. I'm not going to get on a waiting list. I'm not going to do this. And we rolled into a Walmart. It was probably 1 a.m. Uh, we had family over and we, I, we rolled in and they had all these sample boxes set up. And I was like, wow, man, yeah, that's a nice display that you got. That's crazy that you have all these sample boxes. And he was like, those are the real deal. And I was like, you're shitting me. And, and you know, and, I, I don't know, man. I get giddy about finding stuff. And, mm-hmm. and I've never failed. So I don't know what it's like to fail. So and, until I fail, I like to treasure hunt. Because if you fail at Christmas time, it's bad. Especially yeah. if you're looking for that one thing and you don't run into it. But luckily, we, we've done good. So, I mean, I, I wasn't. I, I had no intention of getting one uh, at launch. And you know, I don't have the Scorpio, and I really don't give a shit. I guess uh, Normie and Fred were. I guess Target. If you go online, you have a shot at getting a, a Scorpio. Uh, through Target online or something today, but I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to deal with that shit. I'm happy just to have the, ba- you know, the normal one. I don't need this, the special imprint on it. Um, but yeah, I'm supposed to be getting mine on Tuesday. Um, I got the only reason I got it is because I did get the uh, the 4K HDR TV, and I want something good uh, to stream stuff on it. Um, cause I don't think the Apple TV does a great job. So, um, yeah, I'll next week I will have it whether or not I'll have actually played anything on it by, uh, yeah. next Thursday. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I, I keep saying I have this, uh, cruise coming up and I may have to like work late a lot next week. Right. Just well, to make sure. Kind of. I, I, I think I found something that I want now, and, and you know it, it, they've come down in price seventeen hundred bucks. What I saw today, but I, we were I was at Costco. We have a Costco. Mm. We get a Costco card, and we get a Sam's card every year. Uh, but I was in Costco, and you know they, they've always got the good TVs out, mm-hmm. and they and they had this TV. It was a four K premium OLED. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen one of those in person. And dude, it blew me away. And also, it was this video mm-hmm. of a of a camera filming uh, colored pencils, and it was these black colored pencils. And it, I mean, it, I was blown away. I mean, I've seen 4K. My dad's had 4K forever, but this OLED. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen these in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, yeah. nuts they are. But yeah, you know, seventeen hundred bucks. That's way way down from what they were. You know, yeah, just regular 4Ks were. You know, a year ago. But uh, uh, when I went to get my when I bought mine, the and that was what two months ago, right? Uh, the OLEDs were between three and thirty three thousand and thirty five hundred at uh, Costco. Yeah, yep, seventeen hundred now, and this wow. was like a fifty inch, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was nuts, man! How messed that that, that mess looked. Nuts, it, you know. I'm very happy with the picture on mine. It looks fantastic. See, I still got it's the 1080p. Uh, it's the 200. We did get the 240 hertz. I mean, this was five years ago, four mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. But we're but were we yeah you know, we did get the 240 hertz. You know, everything does have that soap opera effect to it. So I mean, it still looks really good. 
But mm-hmm. it's 1080p, but that OLED, man, God bless, man. I thought 4K looked good. Man, 4K looks blurry compared to the way that that <laughs> OLED did. I mean, I, I don't know, man. The, it, it It's mind-blowing. I don't understand how, how they get it to look so good. But whatever TV I was looking at, man, I just stood there with my jaw to the floor, amazed at how good this thing looked. Good stuff. The seventeen hundred bucks, you know, it'll drop again around tax season. Uh, you know, that big price drop, Super Bowl. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I may start looking, you know, maybe two weeks before Super Bowl. A lot of times, that's about the best time of the year to buy a TV, right before the tax season, or right at the tax season, but right before Super Bowl. But then again, you know, sometimes you buy TVs like that. That's whenever they cash all the TVs out, and then they bring in the new models. Whenever I bought yeah. my TV, I bought it Super Bowl. Two weeks before the Super Bowl, and I told Freeman Mommy, I was like, you know what? I've, I've never just walked into a Best Buy and picked out the TV that I wanted. And I did with this. I went in, and I was like, you know, no matter how much it is, I'm going to buy the TV that I want. And I've done it. It was the big display, you know, that they had back there that everybody was wild at uh, at the time. So I bought it, and then, you know, that was right, you know, that was a month before smart TVs came out. So they, <laughs> they were cashing out all the goodness for tax season and Super Bowl season. But then, you know, a lot of times the new TVs roll out about March, May, mm-hmm. June. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, right after Super Bowl. <laughs> so, yeah, I might have to wait. Maybe, maybe well, here, here's, the, here's my theory on that stuff. Get it when you want it. Because the minute you walk out, the sto- out of the store, the new stuff is there. It just happens with everything. You know, I, I, I explained this to my nephew because he's starting to get into um, uh, computers and looking at buying computers and building them. It's like, dude, ju- you know, it, it's you're chasing the dragon. Um, the the minute you walk out of the, you know, you'll co- you can buy the, you know, your twenty five hundred dollar high end com- uh, PC with the latest graphics card and mother, you know processor and this and that and by the time you walk out of the store they'll have announced the next new one so i said i mean that's just that's just the way tech is and tech advances uh so fast these days that uh you know just get it when you want to and don't worry about what the fuck is coming out next week because otherwise uh you're going to be broke true i mean (laughs) You know, if you see that OLED TV, um, if you w- first of all, if you wait until uh, that time, they'll probably sell out of them. If they really, if the if it is an OLED at seventeen hundred, those that shit's gonna fly off the shelves. It also means the new one's coming out soon, but and they're just closing it out. But um, you know, get it and enjoy it and appreciate what you have. You know, I I, I don't. You know, I I bought mine, uh, and I really have uh, I didn't even ha- need this one as we've discussed on the show, but it, it worked out th- at the time. So, um, you know, I appreciate it. You know, do I have do do I go and you know, and I probably will stay away from the TV section of Best Buy for the next year. Because I don't want to see the ones that are even better than mine right now because there's no goddamn way I'm going to buy one yeah. anytime soon. 
We, uh, you know, when we done that, we, uh, we just bought a TV for Chloe's room, right? And mm-hmm. we ended up going with like a 42-inch for her bedroom. Uh, you know, I mean, she, she's the only girl. You know, the boys get a lot of games and Legos and, you know, stuff. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to step it up. I'm going to get you a bigger TV. But we did go with with a lower model. And looking at the TV, I was like, you know, the Vizio does look a little better. This and I don't know. So, so we went with it and... It, I mean, it was like a Westinghouse or something like that. But when, when I got at home, whenever they're not side by side, I mean, that's a fabulous TV. And, and on the remote, you know, it's got a Netflix button. It's got a Hulu button. It's got, you know, I mean, it's perfect for her room. Uh, mm-hmm. The smart TV, it's got games. But but judging them side by side in the store, I, I was like, you know what? We're downsizing a little bit. E- even though, you know, we're going for a bigger model, so we're going to go for a lesser brand. But once we got at home, it looks as good as our TV in our living room. I just, I, I think that they, I don't think, I think they fine tune them that way to sell uh, this TV more. So like when you get at home and you, you do the settings and get it set up and the sharp and the brightness and all the hues and stuff, it's, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes there's lower models, man. Pretty amazing. I, yeah, I love Chloe's TV. You know, I stay in her room all the time now. I like a lot of CNN. Nobody else likes to watch it and Fox News. So I'll go up to Chloe's room uh and vape a little bit in her room and lay on her bed and watch her tv but it's, it's a nice tv man but i think it's like some sam not samsung but uh Samuel? yeah something like that or westinghouse you know just just like a bootleg but it, but it's good yeah i remember the vizio and all that didn't have all these buttons on the remote you know like for instant netflix and stuff like that so going for the lower brand man was actually good but like you said you go back in, into the best buy especially whenever you buy the tv that you really want and then you realize you got shit on whenever you get back to the best buy but, but side by side man it's you know it always seems like a big comparison but once you get them home man it's it's they're fabulous man so I, i'm gonna let you in on a plot that i have going on here all right murder all right. who are we murdering uh, <laughs> Uh, now you said you have a sister. Are you, are you and your sister tight? Uh, we are, but my my sister's totally different from me. Mm, yeah, like, my brother. And that's the way my brother is. And we, we like, kind of talked. We kind of talked to him about the switch, right? Right. Oh yeah. 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 yeah you know, she, he has to share it and, <laughs> and all that shit. So you know, I bought this new tv i bought the new tv and i have a very nice uh i think it's a a 54 inch led yeah it's an led uh that we had up in the game room which was my old gaming tv and then uh down in the family room we have uh it's either a 40 or 42 inch uh led and and this is a, it's kind of where even though we have the really nice TV upstairs, we're still kind of gra- hanging out down here in the family room a, a lot of time. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to put the 54. We're going to replace the 42 with the 54 inch, you know, upgrade. You know, because okay. right right now it's still sitting in the, in the middle of the floor of the gaming room collecting dust. Um, and then I have but then I have this now I have a 42 inch that I have nothing to do with. And originally I was going to give it to my mom, but it's not going to fit the space. I was going to put it in there that, and I don't know if I know where the legs are because it's mounted to the, to the wall. 
So we're going to mount the 54 where the 42 is. Hopefully the same bracket works. My my uncle is coming over to help me do this this weekend. Um, and then uh, one of my nephews, my uh, nephew Tony T Bone, he's been on a couple of shows with me. He's you know he's 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 a a hardcore gamer. He he uh, he's eighteen, just turned eighteen. Okay, and he he, he goes to me. He goes, uh, "Will you sell me your? Will you sell me uh, your old forty two inch?" He didn't ask for it. My fucking brother in law asked for it. You know. This this kid offered to buy it, you know. Yeah, and I said, well, I said, uh, you know, I, I said, why don't you help me take it down and you can have it, you know? I'm I'm not going to take money from my nephew, um, but uh, but I thought about it. It's like I bought him a PlayStation TV. I don't know, four or five years ago, I it, it was a hundred bucks. I got the. When they were on closeout, I got the 27-inch Sony uh, 3D TVs. Right. So so he would have a TV to play games on in his room. Um, I'm going to trade him the 42 for the 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 Sony 3D. And then I'm going to and then I'm going to give it that TV to my brother's kid <laughs> to piss off my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Your little nephew's it, loving it, right? Well, you know, it's like it just—it's like hold it. Well, he has the switch, he has a, a laptop, and you know, he's talking about building a PC or whatnot, and you know, needing a monitor. I just gotta—I just gotta make sure that he understands that if anyone asks him, it's a monitor, not a TV. It's a monitor, not a TV. <laughs> You know, just say Uncle yeah, Chip. Yeah. Uncle Chip gave me a monitor that has TV yeah. functionality. But uh, I mean, hell, hell! If you don't, have, I mean, what isn't? Um, I mean, what's the difference between a TV and a monitor? A built-in tuner? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, unless yeah. you're going to do over-the-air TV, who the fuck cares? You're you're gonna run you're gonna run an HDMI cable from your laptop and your switch into the TV and it's gonna be a monitor. <laughs> you're gonna drive but, you your know, brother crazy. You know, it's and obviously you know share it with your brother. Wink, wink. But uh, you know, and it's just it's like well you know. This way, every, everybody everybody wins except me because I end up. Well, I have a new, I bought a new TV, but I'm not ending up with anything. Um, T Bone gets a 42 inch TV, Zev gets a monitor, and I uh, get somebody to help me uh, mount uh, the old TV uh, where the 42 went. <laughs> that, that'd, that'd be good. Swap them around. I, like they're, that. they're just gonna be pissed. You've got him a fucking TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my my brother-in-law at, at the bar mitzvah, my brother-in-law is like, you got Zev a Switch? Yeah, I guess it's better than your $50 Gap card, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Step up your game, motherfucker. So do you, do you ever outdo him at Christmas? 
Because I, I know usually you hook up the nephew. Um, pretty, pretty good at Christmas. Are, are they ever like? Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm sure his eyes light up when you enter the room or however you guys do Christmas. They, they are. I don't. They're kind of this hippie uh, love type thing. Uh, they're not into the material things. I they don't have the money. They can't afford to buy them presents. Um, so that's setting a low bar, but we, I mean, we, we will spend 50 to $60 on most nephews, you know, you know, maybe 75 if it, you know, it's something really cool and I'm getting a deal on it, but no, I mean, usually birthdays, whatever. Yeah. We usually, you know, 50, 60 bucks per kid. Right. Right. So so how many... How many, how, how many times were you an uncle? Six. Six times. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of coin right there. So are you a little closer to your nephew? Yeah, it seems like I, I see him doing a lot with you. I have been close to all my nephews, but, you know, once they hit their uh, later teens, you know, they, they go their own way. The jerk face years I hear. That's what all the parents are telling me about my. Yeah, I got a 15 year old and the jerk faces coming yeah. around. Yes, you become Puff the Magic Dragon, you know, and uh, he goes he goes away and ha- rather hang out with his friends than his really cool uncle. <laughs> or or his dad in your case. Yeah, well, you know, I had an uncle, uh, and that's how you know. Me and my uncle used to watch uh, the Braves all the time. Mm. But he, he was kind of like a father to me. You know, every Wednesday he was off work. He would pick me up from school. I was all the time staying at his house. And, you know, he was the type of uncle, you know, if they're going to the beach, you know, of, of all, you know, you know, he, you know, his wife, it was my mom's sister. But, you know, there was literally like 30. You know, he was an uncle like 30 times over. And, uh, you know, it was always Sean doing this, you know. And, like, before he had kids, you know, they, you, know I, you know, I would be – seven years old looking at his playboys and hanging out with him and you know going you know we'd always get to the college this hot dog shop look at the girls laying out i remember being 10 years old me and uncle murphy would go out there and i call him murphy and he calls me murphy because of dale murphy back when we used to watch the atlanta braves and i was a little mm-hmm. kid uh but but he was the uncle that was you know the way that you are to your nephew you know what and, and you know he uh raised his kids on vacation and stuff and you know and i was raised by a single mom uh, there for a while before she met my stepdad, you know, and, and we just couldn't afford to do things. But me watching him raise his kids, you know, on, on vacations and nice things and nice shoes and stuff like that, you know, I kind of model my fatherhood more after my uncle than I do my own stepdad and my own father. You know, my uncle Murphy, man, you know, and still there's nothing like him. You know, I go over there, man, and and when I walk in the house, man, even though I'm 42 years old, I'm king. You know what I mean? What do you want? You want a drink? You want this? Hey, you know, I bought this movie. I thought you might like it. Here, Sean. You know, still like that, man. I'm 42 years old, a grown man with kids. But when I walk in my Uncle Murphy's house, man, like I said, you know, I'm still King Murphy when I walk in. And I always tell his kids, and, and you know, because he was a little more stricter with his kids, but I always tell his kids, I'm like, you know, I was the firstborn. I think it gets under their skin sometimes, but mm-hmm. you know what? I was the I was the firstborn, you know, like like whenever they would go to Carowinds or theme parks or Disney World, this or that. 
you know, Uncle Murphy man always took Sean along with him. And I, you know, and I don't know if he'd done that where he saw, you know, that, that mom just couldn't afford things whenever I was younger mm. and was a single mom. You know, my, you know, like I said, me and my dad didn't really get close until my mom died 10 years ago. I mean, you know, me and my dad were close, but there would be times where I'd see my dad maybe once every three years mm. there for a while. You know what I mean? It was a rough divorce. It was bad. You know, my mom was always taking, you know, more child support and tell your mom this and tell your dad that. And, she sucks and he sucks. And, you know, it was that kind of a divorce, man, my whole childhood. But I think my uncle saw that. He was kind of like you, you know, and kind of lifted me up and uh, put me under his wing and made sure that, that I had good memories. Not saying that my mom didn't produce good memories. You know, we would do the beach trips and, we, you know, we would do Disney World and stuff. But, you know, there was just some things that she couldn't do. Good uncles are good, Chip. So it makes me feel good to see you do this uh with your nephews and you know and all the kids and stuff because it makes a difference. Well, what I wanted to do, and I mean, you know this better than I do. You know how expensive it is to take a family of five to Disney World, right? Right. Universal. Yep. Um, what I wanted, what I wanted to, like one hundred twenty. Hmm? It's like what one hundred ten, one hundred twenty a day now, something yeah. like that to go a day per person. Yeah. So it's what like a paycheck a day to get in? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, well, well, I'll tell you a quick story afterwards. Um, anyways, um, what I wanted to do for his uh, bar mitzvah, and it was like, you know, I understand you got you got three kids, a family of five. It's going to cost you probably five, six thousand dollars. I guess you could do it less, but all right, let's say you can do it for five thousand dollars to take a family, uh, fly a family down to Disney World for. A week, you know, between the right. food and the stuff. I mean, it, that's going to cost a shitload of coin. Yeah, we always drive. Yeah, you drive. So we're, much. We're yeah. Little, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not driving. You're um, a little further away, but yeah. I mean, like for us to fly, like from Greensboro, man, it's, dude. You, I mean, you still talk. It's like six hundred dollars a freaking ticket. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, and, you know, Diane and I go and it's like, wow, it'd be, you know, uh, the kids would really like this or, you know, Gabe would like this or Zev would like that. Um, and we kind of said, well, why don't we see what we had originally were going to do? It's like, look, Dave, you said you sent them to college. You pay them for college. We'll take them to Disney World. And I was, I was going to take each kid as they had their bar mitzvah to to Florida or California, you know, wherever we decide where we want to go, we would take them along with us for, uh, you know, a four to five day trip. You know, they're the right age because you know what it, you know, if you take your kids too young, how miserable of an experience it uh, Disney can be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, my joke about Disney is if this is the happiest place on earth, why are all the children screaming? Yeah. So, because that's all you see is screaming kids as you walk around Disney. Um, So, uh, I, you know, and I was like, look, let me do this for you. I mean, you can keep thinking you're going to do this, but you need a... You're still a couple years away. Let me let me just take them one at a time. Give them the experience. But there was family politics involved in this and that and the other thing. And well, yeah. you know, 
school and it's like look he's missing a couple days of school to go to disney world chill out (laughs) yeah see angie's grandparents was like that you know angie was adopted by her grandpa and they went to hawaii when she was like in the fourth grade and it was a two-week trip and they were like oh you can't miss school so they got a sitter and when the grandparents got back they the School informed the grandparents that that would have been the most educational experience of of a lifetime, mm. and she, she should have went. <laughs> but you know, she didn't. They didn't take her. But uh, you know, no, it, it wasn't a money thing. You know, he's pretty much a millionaire. But uh, you know, it, it's the same type thing. So but, yeah, I mean, you know, but I was like, eh. um, you know, uh, it was like t- too bad because. Uh, as we've, we'll be, I'll, I keep bringing it up. Uh, I'm for my fiftieth. Um, I'm going to have breakfast with Stitch, and uh, my wife, my mom, and I are going to Universal and Disney for four days. Just a quick trip. I just, I, you know, I didn't want to do the party thing. You know, I just, yeah. it was like, uh, a, I don't like parties. I don't like uh, parties for me, especially. Yeah, you know, I, I felt weird at my fortieth birthday. I was like, "Yeah, this this isn't my thing." So, uh, this so I was like, you know, we'll we'll go down. Uh, we'll, we'll do we'll just do something nice and quick and have some fun and spend a little money and have some nice dinners. And uh, it was, it's awesome that my mom is coming with us. I'm I'm psyched because the only time she went to Disney World was was when uh, she took they took us as kids. And I'm sure it was a horrible experience with uh, the three of us because we were uh, three rot, three of the worst kids you could ever have. Um, so, and having all three of us together, uh, I, she even says, "Yeah, I think Lynn was my young, my little sister was like sick the entire time. My brother and I were probably fighting." So, yeah, but so. You know, you're talking about the the price of Disney tickets. Yeah, this is something we did. Oh, it had to be at least ten to fifteen years ago. We got an offer from Disney where uh, we got ten days each lifetime passes. Really? For uh, any of the Florida parks, and, and that- we paid. We paid, I don't know, uh, probably, you know, maybe $1,000 for the two passes. Wow. But every, every t- all the times we've been to Florida, we've never had to, we have yet to pay ever again to get into Disney. And we think they added a few days when they switched it over to one of their new ticket systems by mistake. Man, that is... So, yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, we've, you know, we've, uh, you know, it was just something that it was a we we had the money, which I can't, you know, fifteen years ago, I that's a little uh, that we would spend that much, but it's been the greatest thing ever. I mean, we've gone to Disney uh, for the last fifteen years and never had to pay to get into the park. Dude, that that is sweet right there. <laughs> You know, uh, who, who knew it's would for, it's for a lifetime? Well, it, well, it's ten days. It's ten, you know, ten admissions, but it never expires. 
So I don't. We don't know how many. We don't know how many are left on the on the the card because it's all electronic now. But yeah, uh, the last our our last few Disney trips, and you know we've gone quite a few times. Uh, we we've never had to pay to get into the park. Dude, that's sweet right there. So it, it might run out on day two this time, and we have to pay 120 bucks uh, this time. But uh, right now, yeah, we've uh, we've had these. Uh, we bought these non-expiring passes, ten-day passes, back 15 years ago, and uh, just uh, go, go on that. So you know, it was it was 50. You know, we probably paid 50 bucks a ticket. Oh yeah, back then. Cause now, yeah. like like I said, a lot of times we'll buy the park hoppers. But if yeah. you was to go and literally buy tickets for every day, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it's I mean, with, with five people, I mean, you, 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 you're talking six hundred plus plus dollars probably after yeah. taxes and fees and parking and this and that and it's a lot well, of money. The the Universal section of our trip, which you know we're staying at Universal. Um, which includes park passes, and we upgraded to uh, VIP. Uh, you know, so uh, we go to the front. It's front of the line for all the rides. Yeah. Um, if I, I, I almost done that at Universal, yeah, because they had the upgrade packages. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it was, was it, worth it. It was literally like it, the day that we that I asked about at Universal was like seventy dollars a ticket, but the B. And you know, in an hour and twenty minute line, and to see them people just walk past your ass. Yep, was that like, was me. Wow, I, I mean, flipped you that, off, that's Sean. The you way didn't to see go. It? Yeah, yeah. Flipped <laughs> off. Hey, hey, Sean. Fuck you. <laughs> but you know, even like it, it would be nice to do that. Like, like what we wanted to do it on was like Islands of Adventure, and that way we could get on the Hulk and King right. Kong and mm-hmm. you know Jurassic Park, and you mm-hmm. know. And, and, the kids, man, they always want to ride the damn Jurassic Park ride, and we've rode it a hundred times, and they know what it's like. You go through a couple of dinosaurs up a hill, down a hill. Mm-hmm. It's not worth a two-hour wait in my book. Yeah. But, you know, just or a little the, thing. The we Harry got in the wrong ride. line at the, the Popeye tire water ride. Right. You know, and we waited 50 minutes, and, you know, it was like – and it's like – if you had to do that for you know every goddamn ride, yeah, it, and, you know, you, and if you, you if you stay at the right hotel, they give you those VIP passes. By the way, oh really? Yeah. See, if we you, stayed we stayed at their hotel, but it was it was the one there at Volcano Bay, the new park that it opened. Which Volcano Bay is weird, man. It, yeah, I'm going to be there in January. I don't think I'm going to be checking out the water park, man. Well, they've got to fix the water park, man. I mean, it's a good idea what they have, but it's it, their system is messed up. Like, like whenever you go in the park, right? Everybody gets a wristband, mm. a digital clock, and you cannot go and hop in any line. You can't just go get in a line. You have to walk up and put your watch band to it, and, and the, the little lights will light up green or red. So what you got to do is you got to go up, and you have to put your watch on a time thing, and it'll say return in 120 minutes. Yeah. 
Uh, so well, you, you can only do you can only do one ride at a time, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to go sit in a lazy river for an hour mm-hmm. and a half or two hours to go back and ride that ride, and you cannot check into another ride. Mm-hmm. So that one's done. But literally thirty minutes into the ride, like you would walk up to a water slide, and they're like, "We're not even accepting a wait list now. You, you have to come back later to even get on the wait list." So I mean, we, we literally went there two days, two mornings. Uh, yeah, we we were there for like six days and had all, unlimited park hoppers to all three parks. But we went there two mornings to lunch and got to ride. I think it was four rides because the the city. I mean, like I said, nobody you you can't walk up and, and wait in line for mm. any ride. You have you have to scan your thing and get a wait time and then return at that wait time. So like, if you're like, hey man, let's go ride that water slide, you cannot get in line. I mean, it's it's weird. It's freaking weird, and I'm sure some listeners out there have been to it, uh, the new Volcano Bay, and it's tight, man. I mean, it's some state-of-the-art damn water slides. But yeah. it, it, I'm going it's, the wrong time of the year. It, it's, I mean, you're talking, I mean, that part was, every day was at least, I, dude, I bet it was five times crowded mm-hmm. as both of the other parks. I mean, you walk in, and it was a sea of people there because it was the new thing. I mean, it was like Disney crowded. Yeah. Magic Kingdom crowded, and now, now imagine having literally fifteen water slides with that many, fifteen rides with that many people. But then, you know, my son was like, he said, he's like, you know, if you go to MGM, there's only, I think, I think there's three rides at MGM, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. So you got Star Wars, uh, Toy Story, and you or, got what? Muppets, you got Aerosmith. Well, yeah, Aerosmith. But the Muppet, yeah, I'm talking about a ride. Tower of like, Terror. Yeah, Tower of Terror. That, that's it. So maybe maybe it was like four, but, but you know, like Muppets is like a show, and Indiana Jones is a show. and yeah. And, but, but he was talking about like rides. I think it's maybe four rides that they have. Yeah, it's a park you but can do a, in a half a day. Right, and you, you, you literally can, almost like Animal Kingdom. Uh, but but we're gonna wait and go back for the Star Wars stuff. So we're done with Florida for a couple of years until I think 2020 when Star Wars opens, which is weird because Ashton will be head of school. And I'm like, son, you're, you're gonna want to go. I thought it opens right? next year. Star Wars opens next year. Is it? Well, it might be next year. Yeah, Maybe I think it's 2019. Okay, okay. So, so but um, yeah, if you if you stay because we stayed at the. Uh, uh, the Italian Renaissance uh, Hotel at Universal last time that we we went uh, a couple summers ago. They, they threw in those VIP things, and it was like absolutely phenomenal. Like, what? What the? Oh, yeah. Fuck? yeah, ten minute wait. Okay, you know what? What do you mean I have to wait twenty minutes? Don't you know yeah. who I am? Yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, this year when we went to California, did the D twenty D twenty three thing, and went over to. Uh, universal for the day you know right. we got there at noon you know i don't know what time the park opened but you know we we took our time we got stuck in traffic we had to drive across la we got there at noon um the park more or less, i don't know what time the park closes but you know uh the the wait you know uh the wait times like at the harry potter thing were two hours and 45 minutes you're gonna sit in three line for three hours and, you know, it's just Diane and I. It's not like we have three kids with us. And it's 125 bucks a day to get into Universal Hollywood. 
and we're looking there, and they, you know they offer the VIP. Yeah. Well, okay. It was basically double. It was like two hundred and fifty to upgrade. You know, so it was five hundred dollars for us to go to the park for that day. Dude, we rode every fucking ride by six o'clock. See, that's sweet, man. Every that- goddamn ride. Uh, you know, so was it worth it? Yeah, because I mean, we were only going to be there one day. And if we had to sit in line for three and a half hours uh, to go through the Harry Potter, you know, it's the same one that they have at uh, Florida, the the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. But yeah. if we had to wait in line for three hours, we would have we would have paid one hundred and twenty five dollars and been on one ride. Yeah, maybe two. See, see, that's the way the Magic Kingdom is now. Like when we get to the Magic Kingdom now, you know, I, you know. My, Ashen's 15 years old. He's been like 11 times mm. to the Magic Kingdom. So you know what? We don't have to do It's a Small World, and we don't mm. have to do, you know, certain, you know, like the Hall of Presidents, and we don't have to do the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse and the Jungle Cruise, and, mm. you know, like, like they like Buzz Lightyear, and they like Space Mountain, mm. you know, and certain rides. But, but now, today, if you went to the Magic Kingdom and, and have never been, I think it's impossible to ride everything. There's no way that you could. I mean, there's no way. And you know, it's you know, the Magic Kingdom's got the blackest of black asphalt, and it's so hot. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying. But but if you had to go and wanted your kids to ride everything, I think it'd be impossible. Just to ride, it's a small world. A lot of times is a you know 120 minute wait. Yeah, and we're in the same boat. There's. Uh, we will be, and like we're going with my mom. She's not going to want to go on Space Mountain. She'll wait for us if we want to. Um, but uh, it's you, you know this is good. This is more of just walk around. She hasn't seen the park in thirty years. So just you know uh, walking uh, around to the park, and you know uh, even if you know Diane, there's a lot of. Uh, "Quote unquote ride slash show." She's never seen the Muppet Experience. I, you know, I see the Muppet Experience every time I go because right. I absolutely love the Muppets. But um, you know, uh, it'll be just fun taking her to things like that. May, you know, we've kind of been saying, well, okay, she's not going on the Hulk coaster, but she can do the Spider Man thing at uh, Universal. God, I love that ride. You know, can she? You know, can she do the Simpsons uh, ride? Well, technically, you don't even move. It's all virtual, but yeah, you know, But is that too intense? You know, so uh, it's going to be fun in that kind of way. And you know, even I mean, I was at Disney uh, Land or California for six. I think we went five out of the six days we were there. Um, we didn't ride everything, and we didn't ride everything we wanted. We also wasted a lot of. Uh, a little too much time over in California Adventure instead of uh, uh, the Magic Kingdom itself. But, you know, we pretty much did whatever we wanted to do there. Um, You know, there would have been one or two other rides that we would have liked to maybe have gone on, but, you know, it was like no biggie. And, you know, uh, most of the stuff at Disney... Uh, the only way you should do anything at Disney these days is their speed pass thing. So, 
Yeah. And, and, you know, I I don't know what it is, but the Simpsons ride, even when it was Back to the Future, man, I was just never a fan of that ride. It's jarry, jerky. I Mm. I don't know, man. And we rode it, you know, whenever we were just there, and it was like, you know, you got to wait in line, then they have all these levels that go way up in the air, like level one, two, three, four, you know, because it's like all these video Mm. things, but... But you know, you know, I told the kids last time I was like, you know what? Next time we come, you know, we we don't have to ride this. But then there's certain little things like ET, man. You know, my mom, you know, before she passed away, you know, ET, you know, there was nothing like ET. You know, you go in there, it's got that smell. You know what I'm talking about when you yeah. when you ride the ET the ride. There's a certain smell that that ride has, and I, I don't know. It's just like a natural high to ride that. So yeah, you know, we always ride ET, and a lot of times you know, we'll still go do the Barney thing because the kids like Barney, and we all I still know all the songs by heart just for fun. But then, uh, you know, like transformers, man, that, that, you know, the, mm. the 3d, the three D rides are phenomenal. They got to get away from the three D rides, but the ones that they have, man, are so good, man. Transformers. Have you rode it? Chip? Oh yeah. Yeah. We did it in California. I, and I think we did, yeah, we did it in, uh, the last time we were there too. Yeah. That and Spider Man, something about it, yeah. man. It's just Spider Man. Spider Man is I love. I mean, and Spider Man, you know, you're in this ride, and it's like a 3D ride for people who hadn't rode it. But they literally make you feel like that you fall off of a damn skyscraper. I mean, it's one of them that I don't know how they do it, but it takes your damn breath. You know, whenever you, you're bumping, 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 then you fall over that building, and Spidey catches you. But you know, it's you know, there's fire and explosions and. You know, uh, Electro, man. I, I just love it. You know, whenever he, he plugs the thing in the front of your car and it starts vibrating. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. I mean, that, yeah, that yeah. that's a flawless ride right there, Spider-Man. Just, just you know, there's nothing crazy about it. Everything's done in the comic spirit. Even waiting in line, the way that, you know, they have all the computer mm. screens and the toasters and, you know, the awards. You know, everything's done in comic fashion. Mm. But that, that, and like I said, they've got to get away from it. The, the 3D thing, but the ones that they have are, are just phenomenal. And especially like the new Harry Potter rides. You know, uh, Green Gots is good, and then uh, whatever the ones called at Wizarding World, or over Hogwarts. in the Hogwarts. Yeah. That, that one's crazy, that, man. And I think we can do my... I, I think my mom can do Hogwarts. I don't think she can do Green Gots. I think that might be a little... Because she, she doesn't want to do roller coasters, so we're kind of picking and choosing. We're going to... Uh, Spider-Man will be the bellwether test yeah. uh, as to, you know, that will set the bar as to what she can and cannot do, or at least that's where we're going to start her. Yeah. And then if, the one, she, if she likes that, then she can do Simpsons. If she doesn't like that, then no the one Simpsons. Ride, the one ride we didn't ride that I absolutely love is is because we, we got ruined. We, the first day that we were at Islands of Adventure, we rode the Popeye ride. Mm-hmm. And one thing about the Popeye ride is you, you don't get wet. I mean, it's like you jump in a swimming pool. Everybody on that ride gets off drenched wet. And I was wearing Chuck Taylors that day. This guy wool on the inside, the new Chuck Taylors that are fuzzy. And my feet got so raw and white and crinkly. And, oh, my God, man. I, yeah, I, after a while, I told him, I was like, you know, my feet are raw. You know, and, and I took my feet off. And, yeah, you know, when you get the solid white bottoms. <laughs> where your feet's just waterlogged. So after that, I was like, no more water rides for me, man. I'm not going to spend any more day. You know, that was one of the first rides we rode in all day, man. I got swamp ass and my feet were swollen. And, you know, we, we kind of had that funk smell to a stink smell. And then we got sunburned where we were wet in the Florida heat. But Dudley Do-Right, man, I love that ride. Oh, but yeah. 
we ended up not riding it. That you know, that's just a fun ride. And uh we didn't ride it. But yeah, that's a, another one of them rides, man. You know, two and a half hour wait. Yeah. Uh, you get Double soaked Dur- on that. Right's fun, yeah. But Popeye, man, God bless, man. It, it was like, you know, it, there's one part where you go and it's a waterfall and you're like, okay, they're gonna stop the water, but they don't. I mean, you okay. everybody goes underneath that waterfall. I mean, you get drenched. But it was good times, good memories. But I, I like Dudley Do Right. I wish we'd have wrote it. So I got one more topic, and then we should wrap up, Sean. All right, man. Sounds good. Right. Um, and it's it's kind of good because that Eli isn't here tonight because you've heard him harp and try and convince you to go to go to rebuildable coils, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, it, it, he, he's sounding like a broken record. Um, and I, you know, I, I I started I started dipping my toe in, uh, like you, a little skeptical. I don't, I don't think I have the patience, man. Well, and and you know me. I mean, I am not a patient person. I am, you know, I I have ten thumbs on my hands. I can. I am not good with tools or. Um, intricate things. You're like me. I'll pay $10 extra not to have to do it. (laughs) Exactly. But I'm paying $3 a coil now. You're paying $3 a coil. And, you know, I, I, you can, and I, I, I'm still, you know, I haven't actually built the, the metal coils yet. You can buy those if you, if you need to. All right. I have a spool of wire, wire. I have the tools, but I haven't sat down to do that. First, I wanted to learn, see if I could really wick my own uh, coils. You know, let's let's one step at a time, right? You know, because um, the coils, because like I said, you can buy the the little wire thingies uh, separately, so you'd still be and and you use them on you know they they're multi use. So. Uh, you know, I, and I've been kind of dabbling with it. I haven't, my first couple of attempts didn't go all that well. And in fact, uh, I had to have, you know, my, my guy at the shop help me and show me okay. again in this, and that, well, uh, Halloween night, um, I knew, and I, I had been, uh, sucking on this, uh, nasty burnt out coil for a while i knew i knew i had to re-wick it but i didn't want to deal with it sat down and did it a uh, halloween night before the b team and it wasn't that hard sean it re- and really the flavor i am getting out of it is Good. phenomenal maybe i need to go to it then it you know it's a like go to your shop, you know, Eli, will, you know, Eli will say he'll do a video Skype with you. I, I don't know about you. I'm not somebody that watching videos is going to work as much as somebody actually doing it, showing it for me. And I have, I have a great shop that uh, is very patient and spent time showing me how to do it. And if you, it sounds like you have a good rapport with your guy that he would probably help you. My shop yeah. actually has a whole tool area that, and you can use their tools if you, if you wanted to. He goes, yeah, go over and, uh, you know, cause I had brought my little tool case with me. He goes, yeah, just use our shit. Um, but, uh, Tuesday night I was sitting at the kitchen table. It's like, all right, I'm going to do this on my own. 
And All right. uh, yeah, this this was my third attempt. First attempt went okay, but it was a little leaky. Second attempt, I ripped the shit out of the coils and had to take it down to the store and start from scratch. This attempt uh, with this tank, which is a cloud beast. If I wasn't yeah. interrupted by trick or treaters, I probably would have done it in ten minutes. It's, right. So, so it's, once you get the lingo, it goes smooth. Yeah, I mean, it's basically you have to, you know, you uh, take it apart, you carefully, and you, you kind of cut it out before you uh, don't just yank it out like I tried. That's how I fucked up all the coils. Uh, but if you cut like one end and then pull the co- the wick out. It's a lot better, it co- or it comes out uh, without destroying anything. And then you take, you know, you take a strip of your bacon, your cotton, whatever, um, and cu- you kind of roll it like a joint. You don't twist it, right? And then at the ends, you, you know, you just the ends you twist into like into a thread to you know slide it into the coil and pull. And then you kind you you cut off the ends. Uh, so it's uh, just to the end of the, of your uh, uh, core, and then you stuff it in and uh, and wet it. It really wasn't – with with the Cloud Beast, it was a very easy experience. And it's just you got to do it a few times, and you're probably going to fuck up, and you might get a little frustrated. But, man, the flavor I'm getting off of that beast now is phenomenal. Well, I need to try it then. Because and and it'll save you. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how many coils you're going through or uh, a week. Maybe what one, two. Well, well, I one of them will last me five days, and then I, I take a needle and poke two holes into yes. each vent hole. All right, but and it and it'll last three more days. So usually I get seven, eight days out of it. Okay, so you're getting a week out of it, let's say. Right. So it's three bucks a week. But. Yeah. Um, and I, it, for me, and it's not the money thing as much as it is, wow, this is the, the flavor is, uh, phenomenal. And I still have three, you know, cause I'm rocking five, uh, mods these days. I have three kits with the, uh, disposable coils on it. And, uh, once you do it and, and it seems to last a long time. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I think I went three weeks on uh, my Cloud Beast before I – three to four weeks before I had to change the, the cotton. Really? Yeah. So that, that would be nice right there. Now, because, yeah, cause like, remember, I'm using five, so I'm not using it as much as you. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah. you're using the same one all the time where I'm using – I'm dividing it up over five. Now, now, one thing I had to learn was, like, whenever I buy these – the, the the coals that I buy now, I have to buy one at a time. If I Why? buy if I buy a five pack, oh, you just change them. Like, yeah, I change them way too quick. Yes. And if I got one, I'm like, eh, you know, uh, tomorrow. And then you know, like, yeah, it'll hit a sweet spot again. And I'm like, no, that's good. You know, it'll go another day. Uh, but but if I had a five pack, I'd be like, eh, trash it. Another one. I would go through five in a week, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I'm things like that. I get stingy and cheap, and I I, I probably uh, 
stay on them too long anyways, but because uh, I will hoard my uh, coils. But yeah, I I think I think you need to you know, and, and he, Eli was, Eli sent us links for some different coils or uh, ones that he uses and things like that. And you know, I'm just going with what I have, but. I what I told him when the last time he and I discussed it was yeah well when one of these breaks I will I will switch over to uh, I will switch that kit over to a rebuildable because there's no I mean these are perfectly good tanks and oh, it, yeah and uh, you know it's it there is a little bit of a time commitment in you know obviously uh rewicking and all that stuff and um so but right now it's like you know what I'm good um, but when the tank and, you know, there is a convenience to the disposable because it's just pop it out and put another one in. Yeah. But, but if it's easy, like you said, because you're like me, you know what I mean? I'll pay, I'll pay the extra 10 to make it easier for me. But if you're saying it's easy, I believe you. It's a now, it's easy and B the flavor is much better. All right. Now when manufacturer calls, you know, like, like, You've got if your coal lasts for five days, you got a good three day sweet spot, and then right. you know you question yourself for the next two days. Now with the rebuildables, is it that sweet spot for a long, long time? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like you throw a coal in, you know, like if I put a coal in today, I know tonight, man, I'm gonna vape good. Tomorrow and the next day is gonna be good, but the day after, you know, I have to. So the clouds are not gonna be as thick and. You, you start know, coughing, like, yeah, and a little burn. So you know, you, you adjust. You know, you got to adjust your heat down, and you, know, you got to find that sweet spot on a lower wattage. You know, and and burn it in for a while, and then you got to lower. You know, but, I'm, uh, and like I but said, if this lasts in three to four weeks, it's got the sweet spot's got to be there for good. Then, right? Yeah, I'm not complaining. Um, you now the Cloud Beast is on my really big mod. The one that is a little, uh, if you if you put it in your pocket, uh, girls are going to look at you funny. Um, so I, it's usually the one that I just use at home, right? Because you know, because it's just a you know it's a monster, um, and it it doesn't fit in my uh, ammo pack. So um, but uh, so I only use that one at home at night, but. Yeah, I mean it, it's sweet, and even if and even if like I even if I only got let's say I got a week out of it, it right. it only took it really only took a couple of minutes. It was more the what took longer was uh, me procrastinating and doing it than just sitting down. You know, I got a paper plate. I'm sitting at the kitchen table. I take the old stuff out, and you know, like I said, it was probably done in ten fifteen minutes. And it was kind sure, of cool I, doing I need it. to try to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a bill kit, Cole. Yeah. So I might be down. I got several packs of the, the bacon cotton uh, here, which come with the the jam monster juices that I got. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try it, man. I'm digging vaping, man. I think this is like week 38, something like that, that I haven't smoked cigarettes. And uh, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I, I think I'm ready for zero nicotine. But the point, point oh three, I don't think it's hurting anything. Yeah, yeah, I looked it up, and and point oh three is basically zero anyway. That that's the way. It, you know, when I have a bet, usually I, I like the point oh three because it takes the edge off me at work. 
Right. You know, if if I just had a nasty phone call with some jerk uh, who's screaming and yelling at me, I need to get up from my desk and take a quick walk and, uh, you know, you know, just get my nerves calmed. This helps. I mean, I, I, I used to, I'd be, uh, you know, I'd probably go chain smoke five, uh, Newports. Oh yeah. You know, now it's just, you know, Hey, a couple of hits, the point three uh, just, uh, gets me a little level and I'm fine. Um, but yeah, uh, and you know, Eli talk, talk to, you know, you can talk to Eli, you can talk to your store, a lot of the stuff that, you know, my store disagrees with a lot of the stuff Eli tells me a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Eli says, you know, well, my buddy says to get the fair. Oh, that one sucks. You know, I mean, it, it will be, it, it, so I will, I will hear uh, things like that and he'll say, well, yeah, you could go that way or you could try this one because this one is better. And it's like, you know what? Um, this is what you don't even stock the Pharaoh. You're telling me this one's good. Cool. Let's go with that one. But, you know, because Eli buys all his stuff online. I think you're like me. You want to buy it now, talk to somebody and put it in your pocket and go not wait for, uh, it to come in the mail. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, uh, it's definitely, you know, the next step is for me to make my own uh, wires or coils or whatnot. And uh, but it's let me do this, and then you know I'm still going to keep you know like when I go on vacation, I'm not bringing my uh, wick kit, you know, my uh, uh, tools and wicks with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna it's disposables all the way, baby. Um, oh, yeah. But um, you know, but you know if you're And I know you're a very busy guy. You're more busy than I do, and 15 minutes might be gold. But I think, A, it's it's easy. It's not as horrible as it looks. And uh, I think you will really appreciate the flavor more. I, I think what I need to do is I need to get two rebuildables. And that way, you know what? I put one on my thing. A couple of days into it, you know what? I'll go ahead and build me another one, and that way it's ready, sitting on the shelf. Yeah, well, like I, I said, I, I swap it out. I have five. I have five mods sitting here. I think I'm about to go down to four. I think one's about dead. Well, I have oh. two. I have the Snow Wolf, and then I have the X Cube by Smoke. Smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I have the the Snow Wolf Mini, which has got you know I've dropped and it's all busted up. I got electrical tape all around it, but it but it. It still kicks ass though. So I mean, I mean, look, look into it. It's uh, he, Eli is right. It's not that hard. It's it's kind of cathartic. You know, it's it's sort of like if you sat down to. I, I know you're not. I know your kids are into Legos. I don't think you are. But it's kind of. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like when you were a kid building a Lego set or a model car or something, just. It you know, and it really is uh, that easy. We do that a lot. Yeah, I bought my son. A, it was like a hundred and thirty dollar Lego set yesterday, the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. And uh, God, I think it was fifteen hundred pieces. Yeah, something like that. But he finished it last night, and he he nailed it in about three hours. 
Wow. My God, 130 bucks. Whew. I, I have a couple down in the basement that are, uh, like, I think I have a Death Star that's like 3,000 pieces. Some, uh, some, a, a coworker from, you know, and this thing's like 15 years old. Uh, a coworker at a former job, her father was into Legos and he died. And she gave me these, uh, first edition master Lego sets. And I have a couple of them down in the basement. And I, I'll, I'll be down there. I'll look at the box and it's like, Nah, I've done 600. I think I've done maybe a thousand piece one. Yeah, I don't know if I could, uh, you know, I don't know if I have it in me for that. But, and right now I don't have anywhere, I don't have any uh, free table space. I got to clean this house. But, um, yeah, but do it, do it, Sean. Just, uh, and like I said, see if, if I don't know how good your the guys at your shop are. Um, but if you have a good rapport with them and they, you can go there and say, Hey, can you show me how to do this? Oh yeah. They're really good guys. They're all the time doing like like the vortex things and stuff. And they they try to teach me, man, but I can't figure it out. And the guy who taught me uh, and he's a good guy and he's patient, but he kept just doing it for me. And I was like, and I finally had to say, dude, I got to do this myself. Otherwise, I'm just going to be here every fucking weekend having you do it. So let you know, let let me uh, sit there and tell me what I'm doing wrong. And I did I did really stupid things like when I was uh, putting the new wires on. I'm calling them the wires. They're the I don't know coils or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I took them out of the thing. I'm trying to put them in, and he's here. You're putting them in upside down because I didn't even realize like. One of the coils, uh, the lead came out at the top, and the other side it came out at the bottom. And I'm okay. trying, and I have it upside down, and I'm putting the top, the one that comes out at the top, in through the bottom hole, and th- and you know just things like that. Um, but you know, like I said, uh, I have now. I right now I don't have to replace the wires. That will be step two when yeah, I have yeah. to learn how to do that. But uh, you know, uh, I say once you get start with down. Yeah, start start with just do, rewicking them, and have them show you how to do that. You know, you, you could, they showed me how to do the coils, and it's like you know what? Let's let's do baby steps here. Let me just start with re wicking and uh, like I said, I I did uh my cloud beast the other night. And it doesn't leak, and it fires perfectly fine, and uh, you know, and the flavor is phenomenal. So, uh, you you have to you have to try it. I, I think you'll like it. I think you'll be raving about it after you do it. When you're successful, the time you do it, and then you reach into your pocket and pull, and the thing is all slimy because it all a bunch of liquid leaked out. You're gonna motherfuck yourself, but uh, it's you know it's it's practice. Well, so, I, I'm definitely in if you're in. I, I I'm doing it, and I've done, and I can say I've done it successfully. So. 
Well, I guess we get to the wrap-up show, man. We pulled out two hours, man, out of yeah. nowhere, out of nothing, man. Fun show, man. I always like hanging with you, Chip. Uh, but let's get to yeah. So let's get to the wrap up show. Uh, first, I want to say everybody follow Mr. Eli So Doom at So Doom everywhere. And what the is it? The real So Doom on the PS4. The real so yeah, yeah. The real So Doom, and that's S O D O O M uh, everywhere. Chip, man, where can people find you? You can find Eli and I Tuesday nights on the B Team podcast with Ryan and Fred, where we talk games, tech movie and tv next week we'll be talking thor ragnarok saturday night bitches or saturday for me we're going saturday gonna be awesome awesome yeah dude i think it's gonna be a fun movie yeah so yeah so we'll be discussing that on next week's b team and maybe on next week's knuckleballer and then uh you can catch me friday nights on allgames.com 8 p.m eastern on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast, where Andy Urquhart and I discuss the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, all the news, all the movies, latest episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. when it comes back in December. But right now, we just did episode 11 of Chip and Andy's Dope, Joe, where we discussed episode 11 of Iron Fist. Well, that's awesome, man. And you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. And my Xbox One gamer tag is Freeman Daddy Seven. Uh, listen to my other show, ZombieCast, or ZombieCast.net, or here on All Games every Monday night, eight o'clock p.m. Eastern. Uh, and it's uh, the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. And uh, go leave us a review if you like what you listen to on all feeds. Go leave us a review. Be honest. Let us know how you like the knuckleballing. But uh, always a fun show. We do miss Eli so doom. But on behalf of the Mighty All Games Radio Network. Mr. Captain Chaos, Eli Sodum, and myself, Freeman Daddy 5. We call episode Shucking and Jiving of Knuckleballer Radio. A total rap, amigos. Sing it tomorrow. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.